Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you today. It is Thursday, day before Friday. What does that mean? Well, it means that we have the opportunity to talk about issues of the day that mean something to you, to your freedom. You know, like the federal judge that slapped down the the New Mexico governor's emergency order suspending your constitutional right to keep and bear a gun, to display that gun in public. Uh, Folks, I mean, it's so bad. I mean, you know it's bad when the ACLU and noted gun grabbers think that it's way too far. And it is. Now, for the moment, it is. But what about the future? Now, this is just a, in all seriousness, this is just a trial run. You guys know that. I mean, I I have said that over and over again. They floated this thing, folks. They just floated it. That's all they did. See what kind of reaction we would. Now, we're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk about what's going on with the latest in lockouts, COVID, that kind of thing. The teachers union. We're going to talk with Dmitry Sashenko, good friend of mine. He's also with the Freedom Foundation. We haven't chatted the Freedom Foundation for a while. We're going to talk with him at the bottom of the hour, so you don't want to miss that. They are out in the middle, folks. They, they are doing so many things that are benefiting you. I mean, they really are. You need to know about it because I want you to help them. They, def- they are defeating unions. One David versus Goliath battle at a time. That is a good thing. Now, some things happening in Oregon. Marion County, of course, filed the lawsuit. We talked about this the other day against the state of Oregon. Now, this is two days ago. They filed a lawsuit against the Oregon Health Authority, Oregon State Hospital. And they're asking the court, and this is Marion County Court, asking the circuit court to order the state to comply with its statutory obligation to evaluate and treat individuals with pending criminal charges, pending criminal charges, and able to aid and assist in their own defense and who require behavioral health restoration services at the state hospital. Colm Willis, County Commissioner said, this action is not something we take lightly. We've been trying to solve these issues for a long time. The state needs to fulfill their responsibilities to the individuals seeking critical treatment and to the citizens that are paying taxes for them to do the job. 
And the law that the law says is their responsibility. So the county is saying the state has failed to meet its legal obligation to fund, build, and staff sufficient beds for the growing number of Oregonians who need inpatient behavioral health restoration services. Under Oregon law, only the state can do that. Instead, they say, sicker and more violent people are being pushed out into the community for their behavioral health restoration needs simply aren't met. Now, this is a good thing that they're filing lawsuits, not a good thing that it's happening or that it's necessary at all. Well, there's my buddy, Corey Lewandowski. We are good friends from a long time ago. He's on uh, Real America's Voice right now, their morning show. Corey and I, Corey was the state director of Americans for Prosperity. He was my counterpart in New Hampshire. Former state cop, former veteran, good man. Ran Trump's first campaign. That's in part how I met Trump. Had that most interesting two-minute conversation with him in Eugene in 2016. Anyway, Marion County's filed the lawsuit. Now, I want you to think about, there's another story here. And and I'm going somewhere with this, so I, I want you all to... Just stick with me for a momento. There's a story in the Oregon Catalyst. Here's the headline. Shoplifter Kingpin interview confirms our worst fears. KGW did a uh, prison interview with Martin Castaway, who ran a retail theft ring. Nearly a dozen shoplifters. He helped steal nearly a half a million dollars worth of merchandise from Oregon stores. The interview reveals how out of control everything has become and how helpless local small businesses are. Number one, store security is useless. If we see a security dude with a gun, Martin said in the KGW interview, I know he can't touch me. Got to the point where it's almost like a game to me. I wasn't stopping for nothing. Now, if I see a suspicious car in the parking lot who looks like a police officer, I'm going to have second thoughts on that. I'll probably just cruise through and keep going. Number two, shoplifting was so fast, it's almost impossible to stop. I would go into a store, steal five to $6,000 worth of merchandise and be out in two minutes. Number three, shoplifting is fueled by drugs, drugs, drugs. I think anybody who's engaged in this type of crime, I would say 70, 80% of them are on drugs. I was on drugs, meth, and drinking. I'd find people who were on fentanyl, who were on drugs, and I'd exploit that. I would recruit them, and they'd be running around with me. Number four, he stole a car monthly just to rob places in a new car. Quote, I liked to have another car every month, a different car. That was because I was burning the cars in the process of doing the crimes. Shoplifters are so brazen, they've been ramming their cars into storefronts at night. And they show the REI store in Portland, Nectar, so on and so forth. So we have Marion County suing the state of Oregon for not providing mental health 
And the story in the lawsuit alludes to drug use. We have the shoplifter Kingpin, who finally got caught serving time in Oregon prison, talking about how the people that are doing this, including himself, were on drugs. So here's the question I want to ask you. You think this is really important? How do we stop this kind of thing? Is there a way to send a message, even in rural communities? How do we send the message? How do we stop it in Salem? Smash and grab. I mean, you can you can have your jewelry and all of that stuff behind the glass cases. It doesn't matter. We've all seen the videos of the flash mobs coming in. They break the cases with baseball bats. And they steal everything and then they're gone. How do you stop that? Is there a way? I want you to think about that. And let's talk about it. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. Our worthless Oregon attorney general just joined the lawsuit suing Fox News. Along with the New York's pension fund. Ellen Rosenblum filed a stockholder derivative lawsuit against the board of directors of Fox Corporation for breach of fiduciary duty. The Oregon Public Employee Retirement Fund, this is your PERS retirement money, is a Fox investor. The the Attorney General represents OPERF and Oregon Treasurer Tobias Reed. The Fox, the board of Fox Corporation took a massive risk in pursuing profits by perpetuating and peddling known falsehoods. What are those known falsehoods? Said worthless Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum, quote, the director's choices exposed themselves and the company to liability and exposed their shareholders to significant risk. What are those significant risks? That is the crux of our lawsuit. What it's about is they dared to talk about the stolen 2020 election. So it begins. You see, they are absolutely committed. The radical leftist news media, in line with the radical leftist attorney generals and DAs, at not allowing a single person, not a single person or news outlet to dare question. any election results. Now, that's where we're headed, folks. They're doing this on purpose, and you know it. Let's go to uh, Ronnie, who's on the line. Ronnie, good morning. Hey, Ronnie. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, brother. Go. Okay. Point is, is Bill, Bill, 1510, Janelle Bynum, Luke Fredericks and um, Senator Manning put together one of the guys of protection for Antifa and Black Lives for Men. As we've seen, they've got nothing to do with 
by doing this, by passing these laws in 2020, you made it to where kids can release, enabling, just like the criminal you're talking about. But I'm going to tell you, years ago, they did that in LA. There's a study plan to divide families, bring dissension in the community, so that way they can be from and take away the power of law enforcement. And I'm just telling everybody, as we come to a point, like it did now, 50 years ago, when I was six years old, where the law one more two were to make it to be pushing them. They were Korean vets especially, after what they see. And uh, I think it's clever on that situation. Then you go ahead and enable with the DA, but you Rosenbaum, who's been Bloomberg going back to 2017, they don't know if this what's going on. But you got a mess that liberals will create, grip money to nonprofits and NGOs, and yet don't be for the citizens to protect, oversee, and hold accountable. When you do this thing, you have a country, you got a banana republic, and a road among That's right. That's right, Ronnie. You're 100% correct. Thank you. Appreciate that's Ronnie's thoughts. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler's not going to seek a third term. Wow. And of course, Kotech announces details of 26 million to 26 rural counties to fight homelessness. Hmm. Could that have been part of the deal? House and Senate Republican leadership cut to let the Democrats pass their agenda? more pork for their districts. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that, a technical uh, issue. Got to have you with us uh, 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. So how do you stop shoplifters, these flash mobs? Is it connected to drugs? How do we stop the drug epidemic? That is related to the story I talked about. Kotech announcing $26 million to 26 rural counties to fight homelessness. Oh, and by the way, did you know, Multnomah County has more than $100 million for homeless services just sitting there. They haven't spent it yet. $100 million. They don't want to make the problem better, do they? Homelessness is related to drugs. Ask anybody who's out on the street actually trying to help these people. I mean, why do you think Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler is not seeking a third term? He's a disaster. That's why. Look at downtown Portland. I mean, what does it say when the governor has to convene a special secret panel? Look at how to fix broken downtown Portland. You know, that the the politicians of Portland, Ted Wheeler among them, created the mess. No wonder he's not running for re-election, but it's the homelessness. It's everywhere. Now, you got Elizabeth Steiner, Steiner, Hayward Steiner, liberal Democrat, state senator from Portland, a physician. She says she wants to be the new state treasurer. Senator Jim Manning, 
Ronnie was just talking about. Black senator. Uses race every opportunity that he can. He's announcing a bid for secretary of state. Just as Tobias Reed, the state treasurer, is. Youth climate activists plan to strike to demand that the governor declares a climate emergency. How was all this tied together? Well, lawlessness, drug use, measure 110. And all of these people, Jim Manning, state senator, Steiner Hayward, Tobias Reed, they're all on board. But not really doing anything about Measure 110 that allows this incredible amount of drug use to go on in this state, which is leading to homelessness, which is leading to flash mobs that come in and rob retailers. They know they're not going to be prosecuted by and large, and they know that a security cop, security person hired by a retail store, even with a gun, can't stop them. How do you solve that problem? How do you send a message that this is not acceptable anymore in our communities? How do you do that? You start prosecuting people? Do a few shoplifters need to be shot and killed to send the message? How would that work out? Imagine doing that in Portland. <laughs> You'd get the death penalty and they'd ram it through immediately for any security cop who did anything like that. Now, the climate emergency idea that the youth climate activists are going to strike to demand that the governor declare. This is related, by the way to the slapdown of the New Mexico state governor in her declaration of a public health emergency, the epidemic of gun violence. It is the same principle. They have just seen that it is way too far to go on the Second Amendment. So where do they try it next? Where do they go next? I'll tell you where they go next. This issue right here, the climate emergency. And all of these politicians have enabled it. You see, what the, the real public health crisis is Measure 110 and drug use and lawlessness. That's the real public health crisis. And we better deal with that. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk. Let's go to Art real quick. Art, go. Morning, Jeff. You got me on a perfect subject there, our illustrious Attorney General. First of all, I want to say that she has no respect for the law at all. Um, and second of all, she signed an agreement to defend and protect the Constitution of Oregon and the United States of America. Whatever happened to free speech, Jeff? People have the right to say what they want to and think what they want to think. And 
she has no right, no right, uh, to deny us that right. But what does she do? She files a dang lawsuit uh, for and and says, freedom of speech, you don't have it, and now we're going to sue you, and the whole thing. She is worthless. She signed an agreement to defend and protect, and she's not defending and protecting it. She's so partisan, Jeff, uh, and doesn't really believe about our individual rights. And now she's wasting a lot of taxpayer money filing a bogus lawsuit. I mean, when does it stop? This woman has no respect for the law, no respect for anybody's rights. All she does is push the Democrat agenda on everything. Yes, she needs to be recalled. No, I'm serious. Because no, no, no. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The problem is most people don't see this. Most see, This is the Democrat narrative, as you have noted, and they're going to perpetuate it. And she needs to be held up. accountable, Jeff. All of these yeah, people yeah. who are should be and held until accountable. Until we get a Republican a conservative who runs against her and calls her out on those very things, Art, nobody's going to know about it. Let's Amen. hope we get one that's got some cojones. Great Back day. Back in a moment, Dmitry Sashenko, Freedom Foundation. Don't go away, folks. Okay, we are back, friends. Great to have you with us. Sorry about the technical difficulties there. Hey, PacWest Lobby Group is a group of lobbyists that not only lobby at the Capitol, and I know many of them, and they lobby both sides of the issue, but they're a lot more oriented towards what we believe in terms of liberty, capitalism. They help do a lot of things. We've got a great live event coming up with them on the 27th. They not only work to influence legislators, but also governors, but also local governments. And they help with economic development. Yeah, they do campaign consulting, but they also do public relations and communications, and they do association management not easy. They, they work in construction, healthcare, ag and natural, education, energy, nonprofits, local governments, finance regulation. Check them out. Maybe you have a group that could benefit, maybe a group you're part of, could benefit from their expertise. Go to pwlobby.com, pwlobby.com. Doug writes an email, the very idea of government unionized workers, teachers union is fundamentally against economic liberty. He also wrote about the smash and grab lifestyle. The end game is here. You know, I started off talking about that. How do we stop the retail theft? theft? That's this really very interesting article uh, in the Oregon Catalyst. Well, he rightly compares that smash and grab to the governor, government money grabbers. 
and the federal bankers, he writes, that have always fooled the people into believing everlasting nominal home values are somehow making people rich. Government-issued debt spending, welfare, warfare, promises to destroy the value of our currency, our purchasing power savings and home thefts. Exactly right. This, by the way, is exactly the fight that is being overshadowed by the impeachment shiny object. Kevin McCarthy's doing this on purpose, folks. They're highlighting this in the war room. That's why I encourage you to watch and listen to War Room with Steve Bannon. You will learn more about national and even state-level politics than you have ever, you'll ever learn from really listening to anything else. Certainly Brian Kilmeade. He's not going to tell you. Anyway, um, 503-589-1220. By the way, the enraged government, there's another uh, great email, and I got that from, and Rich, hang on, I'm going to get to you in just a moment. Uh, Son of the Almighty, the leftist female dog needs more than a lecture. Feigning sympathy for victims, it wants to make victims of many more. She's, he is referring to the New Mexico governor who's enraged because she doesn't need the sheriff's lecture on constitutionality. Now, this is a story from yesterday. Okay? Because the sheriff of Albuquerque, or the governor unconstitutionally suspended open carry and concealed carry, said he's not going to, he's not going to enforce it because it's unconstitutional. She says, I don't need a lecture from him. I need leaders to stand up for victims of violent crime. Well, guess what? The federal judge just struck your little idea down and said, by the way, 30 days, you cannot put this in place. Because you're going to lose on the merits. This was a Biden federal judge. Now, again, I'm just telling you, and I'm going to go to the phones in a moment here. I'm just, I'm just telling you, this is the trial run for not only this issue. It's also the trial run for using the same kind of executive orders for a public health emergency on the climate. That's where we're headed, folks. That's why we got to slap it down now. Rich? Oh, doggone it. Rich, come on. Call. Call back. Let's go to Conrad quickly. Conrad, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. I I just have a comment about uh, something that Art said. Um, I don't believe that uh, Kotech will be any more than a one-term governor. Uh, from what I hear, she could be prosecuted for the same things that this... Uh, I think it was former Secretary of State Fagan was resigning over. And then also, um, Art, I remember a lady calling into the show, and she had invited you to the Marion County Republican Party monthly meeting at the VFW. It's uh, next week on the 21st, I believe, and it's about 6 o'clock, and she you know, was going to provide transportation. And I'll finish up by saying that Republicans need to remember that the Republican Party of Oregon is the only vehicle where we're going to get godly and conservative and constitutional candidates elected to office. It's not going to happen in the Marxist-dominated Democratic Party. No, it is. Thank you, Thank Jeff, you, as always. 
<laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. Three things. Uh, talking about the lady in New Mexico. Uh, I, I have this vision of a cartoon where Tina Kotek is upset slamming down the phone from their uh, their group phone call that the socialists have every week and every day saying, I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to do that. The next one is a picture of Fauci in his white coat and Biden in a shopping cart going back to the Wuhan bioweapons lab trying to sort out, pick out which virus we're going to get this year. <laughs> and then the next one and the next one which is not visual but could be is um, we need to find out why all these district attorneys don't want to enforce the law who's who's behind the scenes telling them not to do it if you want to fix some of the problems you have to enforce the laws breaking and entering burglary etc etc and they're not doing any of it. So if they're not doing any of it, who's telling them not to do it? George Soros and many other leftist groups and donors. If you want to, if yes. we want to take back Oregon, some of these people are going to have to put themselves out there and say, I have to enforce yes. the law to protect the citizens. Of yes. Oregon. And the only way, Rich, and I'm going to let you go, brother, because you're right on the money. The only way that's going to happen is if we turn up the heat on those elected officials, including the sheriffs and the DAs right here in Marion County. And don't expect the Republicans to do anything because nope. they say they're nope. not conservative. They're not. Rich, thank you. Folks, go to my pillow and support liberty and electing good sheriffs and electing good DAs and county commissioners who will stand up. Because that's what the fight is that Mike Lindell is engaged in. And we benefit from it. You can support that fight if you buy his products. They're incredibly good products from mypillow.com. Get amazing savings on a ton of things, including those slippers. The ones that I love, but you know what they have now? They have sandals. Oh, I know, summer's coming to an end. That is a matter. I wear my sandals year round. So why don't you go to mypillow.com, use the promo code PC23, PC23. And you'll get many of these amazing details and you help us at this radio station and you help Mike Lindell and my pillow fight for your liberty folks we're back tomorrow tomorrow's freedom friday you'll be able to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically so join us won't you oh give up never surrender